0: we are sorry in advance a podcast where every so often maybe every like month to six weeks we change the topic currently our topic is gaming we are on the first episode joe would you like to little, do a little introduction of yourself yeah i'm joe non-binary love video games We are a vem va- human being uh,
1: a, lady, a, a gentle Vem.
0: Va- i am Corey. i am a he him that's just my pronouns, I haven't got anything else. <laughs> Probably got an over-interest. Uh, yeah, big on gaming, big on queer stuff. We thought that gaming would be a good little first intro because we both have a lot to say about it, Yeah,
1: We have opinions. We
0: have opinions, so today's episode is on gaming controversies. We've both maybe interpreted that in a different way, which I quite like. Yeah, I've no, gone for more gaming history, whereas I feel like you went a bit more Controversies that affected gamers.
1: Yeah, Um, it's interesting how we both took what like controversy meant very differently. Controversial yet brave. Controversial yet brave opinions. So
0: I think we should just roll right on in. Let's get it. And I uh, we did a little bit of rock paper scissors before this, and I won, which now means I go first. So I am discussing the ESRB rating and how that came to be, which sounds like it wouldn't be interested,
1: but oh boy. She has some twists and some turns some, in, some in there and some twists and turns so i'm
0: gonna do a little bit of background as to what go ahead like go ahead.
1: i i know like the base bits about esrb i yeah. don't i didn't realize there was that many twists and turns in there turns out
0: um there's um says some links to satanic panic Ooh. there's some heavy racism uh, i mean which it was made in 1993 i wouldn't Not really, didn't put much faith in people back then. I mean, don't put
1: much faith in people now.
0: So I'm gonna do a bit of a little background to what the ESRB rating actually is, for those who don't know. So it's the Entertainment Software Ratings Board, and that is just basically the people who are in charge of rating video games from, like, I think in America, which is where this is based, it is from like kids to mature, it's like adults. Um, Mm So it is a self-regulatory organization which basically means that it has authority over an industry in this case video games. I found out
1: it's not a legal requirement. So no, it's the same thing with um that they did with movies. Uh like that's not get into that that is you be you be so, touching on some topics. I'm uh, skipping ahead. Um but no it's like so stupid that it's not a that not by law. Like it's just a recommendation. Which I think in the, like, current age, makes sense.
0: So, because obviously we have, like, a lot of indie games, so you have to pay, this is going to be covered in a bit, but uh, basically you do have to pay money to get your game. Like, someone will go for your game, then give it a rating, then, like, you have to pay for that service. Uh, But basically, the thing that keeps companies from not releasing age ratings is that a lot of retailers won't stock them if they don't actually have... ALCB right in, or like whatever the country's equivalent is. Right. So it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, we need to do this. Um, so it was born from the 1993 United States uh, congressional hearing, and it was established in 1994. Um, which it sort of wasn't wasn't. Again, we will get into all that little jazz.
1: All that little jazz.
0: But i will give you a little history pre. Okay. ASLB right <laughs> in. Hit me with some knowledge. Hit me with some knowledge. So this is around the 80s and 90s where a lot of parents especially had quite a lot of, they raised that latchkey kids and all this was not the vibe and that like, it was actually very dangerous. Um, there was a lot of progressive rights movements, obviously like POC people trying to actually be respected and not be uh, like rolled over and be like, no, reaction. I'll fucking taking this. Queer people, especially like queer men being like, we're part of the AIDS, like with the face of AIDS, like we're not okay with that. Real rough time. Real rough time, and obviously Stonewall and all that. Like, there was a lot people couldn't just ignore anymore that like these people were getting a bit more of the limelight. Or at least like their issues were becoming now on their TV rather than just something they have to deal with. So then there was a lot of things like obviously like hip-hop and rap which were seen as highly offensive lyrics, which isn't wrong, but it was also like a very important time. Obviously it's not a it's not a coincidence that these genres tend to be POC, heavily dominated, and nutsy. Suddenly they're the ones we need to protect the children from. There's
1: no coincidence in that. No coincidence ever. It's always the first offense that anyone goes to Yeah, like hate to break it to everyone
0: v- rap and mm. like hip-hop did not create this like culture of sex and all this this is not what this was never tain the children like no.
1: like like sometimes you don't need to think of the children
0: no so there were a lot of groups such as the parents music resource centre which got things like age rate on music and it's why some songs aren't radio friendly so obviously so- songs that's like swear words and all that get like heavily censored and then like Songs like WAP probably aren't played on the radio. I have not listened to a
1: radio in probably six years. So they do play WAP on the radio, but it is censored. Is so, it the Kid Spot version? Well, it's not the Kid Spot version, it's a Wet and Gushy instead. <laughs> <laughs> this wet ass hot Like, get, get a bucket and a mop for this wet and gushy, which I think is just that's worse. That's worse. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, that's like, uh, there's not like, so obviously that happened with music, but then in TV. There was a big also outcry for what was being shown to kids. Some people say that like horror films with a limelight. But I feel like it wasn't. It's weird. And there was this one case that happened with um, a child burned down a like their family home, which ended. I think he was like nine or eight, and his two-year-old sister got killed in that fire. And he cited Beavis and Butthead as the reason. So. Beavis it's, and I think the issue isn't, so one of the games we all touch on is called Night Trap and Hasbo were one of the original people in to- charge of that. So a lot of the companies cared more about re- like not putting stuff on TV that could be recreated by a child. So that's what like like slasher films, like no kid is being like Freddy or like getting like those little like knife gloves. Whereas like stuff like Beavis and Butthead where they're playing like Fire or whatever, that is obviously recreatable.
1: I mean, if you see your kid running around with like knife hands, then there's some you extra stuff that have gone some wrong. Stuff, yeah,
0: like you. Um, <laughs> this isn't this isn't a first case scenario. It's not like Timmy was lovely. Weird though, did
1: run around with knives in his hands. Apart from that, really nice. I mean, you know, I thought I kept my knife glove like securely kept away. I kept but it in safe,
0: but the one time I left it unlocked, he found it. But also, so getting back to the point, like obviously, like TV then was getting all of like these age writings and video games were getting more complex like they weren't pong anymore they were like sprites that like depicted people and it was a growing concern as to what parents were exposing their children to because you've also got to remember this is like just after like satanic panic and all that whereas like parents didn't a 100 percent grasp maybe they sort of started to realize that they have not been taken as much precautions as to what their kids are viewing, so there's also a bunch of like weird psychology articles coming out that saying that like this is affecting their behavior and that people who are viewing like um, just like violent media is like becoming more basically violent and like more close off to the world so there was I think a legitimate concern. I don't know if it was placed a lot of it seems to be placed in weird areas. Like your concern has like for the concern of like hip-hop just seems misplaced. But I do understand the issue of this is becoming an issue. What are kids actually consuming? If you're if there's a case where a kid burned down his house and he's in like beefs and Butthead, that is obviously an issue. So I get that's why this was formed, which I think is a valid.
1: I mean, yeah, I just don't think that you can necessarily ever attribute causation and correlation between those things.
0: No, like parents are definitely looking at A to B and then getting like Z. Like they right. were just being like, that's violent. Timmy killed someone. Like it's not. Right. That's just obviously cause like, also I think the issue of video games as well is it's more interactive and parents didn't understand that. No, that's people why, still don't understand it. No, but that's why I think one of the games, Night Trap, which was, We'll get into, but I think that's why that one was targeted, was because that was sort of a media that parents could understand a bit more. So I'll get into the games that we're going to talk about. So the main two are Mortal Kombat and Night Trap. Mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat, which everyone. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat was, I think, it was already in arcades, it was fine. Like people were a bit like, oh, but they're like, it was never any controversy then in 1993 they had something called Mortal Monday which was basically a huge campaign it was like i can't remember how much money they spent but it was like around a million it was just a huge campaign basically promoting the game but it was shown on movie theaters or shown on tv mm-hmm. it was shown in like uh, magazines like it was for all the time it was a like a huge lot. yeah it was one of the first like
1: not campaigns of its time, because obviously,
0: but it was more like it was the first violent video game that had that sort of campaign.
1: Like it, like it was selling itself based on how yeah. like aggressively violent it was. Um, it was now in the zeitgeist, basically. Right, like pe- it entered. Yeah,
0: like again, people had to see it. They, it was on their TV screens. They couldn't ignore it.
1: Um, but I feel like I would have gone for a better name than like More Mondays, because that sounds I like a,
0: that sounds like a uni student bar night. That mm. is a uni student bar night in Geordie. <laughs> like Geordie Shaw, like Towie, not Towie, but like Tally. Geordie, like Jamba Collins, <laughs> more Mondays. No, it's like got Charlotte Crosby. She would get the fire exit door. She would, but she wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> she was in for them drinks, two pound 50 shots.
1: Two pound 50 shots.
0: So yeah, so um, this was like the first violent video game. Now I feel like there was more, there was one called like Death Race where like that got canceled. Mm-hmm. Like there's, these controversial games aren't, the first of its kind but this is basically the first one that was in the public consciousness so also there was a bit of a controversial yet brave stance from sega because they had blood in their mortal kombat whereas mm-hmm. nintendo had sweat come out it was really weird but that plays a huge part in quite a lot of stuff so according to polygon Mortal combat mondays Uh, brought the game to mainstream attention and the campaign was aired on primetime TV, which again, I think was like the first of its kind. Mm -hmm. I feel like stuff like this getting viewed was more of a, if you were into it, you would find it, rather than like, oh, here it is, like
1: your kids are getting exposed to it. No, it's like, you're not gonna know what your kids are playing because they're going down into the arcade. Like, it's like with the advent of things of like the home console, Hmm. like, um you could have these big advertising campaigns and get people to watch it because people will play it in their houses well this is also just after the video game crash
0: from et so it's also like parents weren't understanding video games as a form of media so we're then also going to talk about night because that's basically the history of Mortal combat it's a for those who don't know it's a fighting game it's just a, it was for the
1: time it was quite graphic like i mean it's like over the top like stupid gore it's not like it's not gross out well, no. i mean like in or like through t- today's lens it's definitely like camp like over the top or also desensitize all that violence right i feel
0: like back then eventually with like horror films i don't think i think the interactive nature of video games is what got them concerned so then there's night trap which is a f- like so it's like a vhs you're watching few security tapes there's like vampires, it's a whole deal. I'll Mm -hmm. give a whole, I'll tell you the story in a second, but think, gameplay wise, if you play Five Nights at Freddy's, it's that sort of like swap between cameras Mm -hmm. and then you can interact with the environment via like your buttons, like, but it's all motion captured, but like- Um, like, FMV, right? Yeah, so it's like full motion video. Um, It was like the first, technically this kind. It was inspired by this art deco play in new york which was basically it was like five or so rooms and the play was constantly going on but you were like i think you would walk around i think was like the gist so like things would be happening at the same time as other things so you might miss something right so that was sort of like what this was where it's like you're swapping through but stuff is going on it sounds like a cool concept in theory yeah like so you've got to play multiple times to see everything that's going on it sounds quite like cool um the storyline follows the disappearance of five teenage girls who were last seen at the Martin family estate. A government team, which I found out is called Scat.
1: Ah Scat not Scat.
0: Scat and that Sky was never Queens. brought up. I uh, know that was never brought up in the court title, <laughs> like it's called Scat. Uh, yeah. So the government team sent five more girls into the house, one of which is an undercover agent. I think the other cover agent girl was like a big name at the time.
1: But that was like sort of their like, look who it is. Why don't... So, if five girls have already gone missing from this house... Yeah. I know it's a video game, and, like, you know, video games are stupid, but why would you just send one secret agent and not five? Well, oh, I'm not going to say Scat was the <laughs> smartest team. They were named Scat. They didn't They didn't get... They don't get a whole
0: lot of government funding. They've got one agent, and that's it. They got one agent, some, some chick who's like, I'm fine, I'll sort this out because no one else is going to do it. Piggyback... Like, she was carrying that whole team. Did you
1: dive deep enough in the law to find out what the acronym scat stands for i did write it down but i also like the mystery of
0: um just not knowing i like to (laughs) think that open to
1: interpretation
0: yeah like i like to think that we don't need to know but it was just basically like a fucking government team who cares so yeah so you all played as the like you're not playing as the undercover agent, mm-hmm. you're just playing as some um, person who's like keeping an eye on these tapes. A voyeur. A voyeur, if you will, uh, to stop the intruders, who plot twist turns out to be the Martins family, who are becoming like half vampires. But like, so basically, Hasbo first got pitched that mm-hmm. idea and they, again, it was supposed to be ninjas, but then they were like, we can't have kids recreate this violence. No. So then they took away like all the stuff, like ninja stars and that. Um, so then Hasbro were like, Serial killers, cool. Well, they were like, well, we have vampires. And then the guy was like, yeah, that's the guy who owned it. was like, yeah, fine, cute, vampires. But then husband were like, oh no, because kids can still bite people. So then they- Kids can still bite people. I know, which is controversial. Apparently they can do that. Who knew? But so they then settled on, they sort of extract their blood through like this claw collar thing. It's so not graphic. It's so campy. Like it's it's funny. So
1: like they don't even like- Get into your neck. They've got to have like a little collar that doesn't. Yeah, they're for like them. a choker. So really, some kink
0: person would be so into this. No,
1: fully. I was about to be like, give it to
0: me. Yeah, this is right up your alley. But it was the f- one of the first video games to use full motion video, and had a budget of 1.5 million, which I feel like for that, time, for the time, that's, that's that's billions. Yeah, that's Elon Musk money. That is. But also, it's. I think it's very important to note this game had no nudity. It had no violence even the death scenes because you like kill or you even kill you like get rid of these half vampires by like setting traps through very like home alone traps where like you'll flip a switch and the wall will spin as like one of the vampires is leaning on it and then they're gone even if like the vampires kill someone which you don't see they sort of just go like sleepy and they sort of just get like suggested that they leave. They don't even, like... Just suggested. They don't even get dragged. It's just sort of, like, a handhold. Like, it's very, like... Oh. Yeah, it's not very drama-filled. I was, like, expecting, like, I do know. Like, it was a bit, like, a drag. Like, mm-hmm. this is, like, still post, like, horror films. Like, Jason and all that. So I <laughs> Post-horror f- film. Post-horror films. But, like, I would have thought, like... Especially with, like, the 1980s slashes, I would have thought that, like, we could have a little bit more. So, this was, like, all Night Trap... Definitely in the eyes of the public, for some reason, was worse. Like, more combat got people fully decapitated, other people ripping out their hearts. Like, but uh, this girl in her like nightgown.
1: Oh, it was a nightgown that did it. Yeah, it um, was a it was a nice little white nightgown moment. To be fair, she was in high drag. It's interesting though because they both use both games use real actors. Well, I think I don't think. The... Oh, actually, yeah. Mortal I guess, Kombat yeah. for the first three games you used um, actual models of people, so... Oh, they did, yeah. Um, nice. Not for very long, but that, like, it's interesting that because they were so um, cartoonized, I guess, hmm. um, that ripping a skull out didn't seem as bad as little old Jessica getting... <laughs> <The> <laughs> old Jess, get little in, little old Jess. Little Jess. suggested in to get killed. <laughs> in a nightie vibe in.
0: Like... For those who don't know, this game's not good.
1: Bad. No, it's a it's bad actively game. actively bad. Like,
0: it sounds like it would be interesting. Plot twist. It's not great. Like, even for, I think for the time, people were a bit like, eh, eh. But this is, like, the thing. It should have just sort of dissolved into, like, obscure game history. But now it's sort of like the poster child for, like, violent video games or, like, notorious games. It's so weird. Like, is it really just sort of faded out? Because I don't think it sold well. I think it literally went, like... I think it literally just made past like its budget. Which I guess for like the time was like good. But also like- I mean, that's pretty good. Well, the budget wasn't 1.5 million because Hasbro dropped the contract and then the original people who made it bought the contract for an undisclosed amount of money. But because Hasbro already-
1: fifty and a bag of ham. I
0: I honestly think, honestly, that's the price because I don't think that Hasbro didn't want it. They dropped it. Because it was all supposed to be on FMV video, but it was for a game console that then got discontinued. So they didn't care about like the footage. So then like it was like just sort of traded hands for a bit and then ended up on like the CD ROM for Sega Saturn. But then RIP. R.I.P. So then now onto like the actual congesti um congestional hearing. Oh my god. Hard words. So it was held by senators Joe Lieberman and Herb Cole, which also boring names.
1: Boring names? I honestly think that senators need to have like drag names. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if I don't have like some stupid name. I would be a senator and I'd be like, I'm Bill of Rights. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the floor, Bill of Rights. Like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, I wonder what she's doing. Um, What would your costume be? Would you be, would you like always be dressed as the Bill of Rights? I would be dressed as the Bill of Rights, but I would also have a wig
0: that is just the ceiling. Like Nova's like Washington wings, they all like the lawyers wear. I'd have mm-hmm. that to the ceiling. Fair. I'd be one big pole. Basically. One big pole. One big white pole. <laughs> I mean- I look at the Washington Monument, that, see? Skinny. 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 I think I my new track career, all sorted. So yeah, I was talking about these two people who just basically wanted to discuss video games and impacts on kids. It was, to say these people did not have an open mind about what was going on i think is an understatement they very much they had not only obviously not played either of these games they had an agenda to like push out there they want these games banned so they said that they either wanted the gaming industry as a whole to have its own internalized rating system or the government's basically going to do it for you so it's basically like they telling telling a kid like if you don't do it we could do it but worse so, but also, Sega and Nintendo both did have their own rating systems. Yeah. But Sega's was notoriously confusing and vague. Too Nintendo's vague. was a bit more strict, but I don't think that impacted. That wasn't, like, it wasn't a national standard. hmm So.
1: And also, what violent games is Nintendo releasing, apart from maybe Goldeneye?
0: Well, honestly, like, but like, this dark. is what Joe and Herb, like, were focused on is, like, the sparked... Um, like gun violent panic and all that. Like, that's what they were like trying to stop basically. Yeah.
1: Which I love, I love the idea. They're just stopping night trap, no gun violence. <laughs> no, done, like sorted. Is there even a gun in the game? They're vampires. No. Why would a vampire, why would a, why would a vampire- Biting t-
0: was too much for them.
1: <laughs> like, like put two and two together, Mary. Honestly, Mary and Sue, get, like Mary? play again. Like, play the game, like truly, just play the game. Just and play the game. Just play the game. So
0: they proposed a rating system. It, everyone was sort of, it was sort of that in itself apparently caused controversy, because some people wanted literally games to be outright banned from having violence in them,
1: for the ki- for the children, for the children, for the children, for the children.
0: Um, and then some people just did, overall people just did not
1: trust the video game industry, which I do think is weird. Um, I mean it was a. It, it was an emerging industry, It though. was an emerging industry, but like, I don't... I, I mean, I say that. It, it's been around for a long time now, but I think it was the first time that it had gone beyond something that everyone could understand. Well, like, I feel like it had, like, Pong,
0: and then suddenly people being exposed to, like, full motion video and, like, Mortal Kombat. But also, games like Doom and Wolfenstein were out. Yeah. But these were not brought up in this no. area. There were, like, a few small games that got brought up, One was like a full motion, not full motion, like a full video um, shooting game, but it wasn't really like the main target. The main target of this is not even Mortal Kombat, it's Night Trap. That's so weird. Like, Night Trap was literally dragged through the dirt. Like, so during the trial, the court watched the most like, quote unquote, violent parts, unquote. Violent parts. Of Night Trap and Mortal Kombat, which Mortal Kombat, fair, that like, yeah. They like, they they be doing some bits. Like the Mortal
1: Kombat, not a shark. No, like that is sort of what If Ed Boon was shook that people were like, we maybe need to not let kids play this, then Booby's the fool.
0: Yeah, like but Night Trap, again, I can't stress it enough, was not in any way violent or weird, but it does have its issues, surprisingly. It's issues. Also the person who made Night Trap went on to go make pets. Like the- Like the little like CD game. Really? Yeah, where you like have a dog.
1: I mean, it makes sense. The UI does look very similar. (laughs) It's just
0: weird. Why'd you go from like, it's like how Scott Coffin went from making like Christian wood chucker
1: bear (laughs) things and then go making like a horror game. It was just a, so people make jumps, I guess. Right, sometimes the creative expression needs different outlets. Yeah. uh, Who are we to judge? But I figured if you made Night Trap and then everyone like just Drug it through the dirt. Like, sure, yeah, you're not going to make a violent game again if I'm in about, like, some cute little pets. She's cute little pets, which, to be fair, did sell well. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Get every. Her coin. She got her g- coin. She got her coin. She, she got, got her, her bag. Coin.
0: She got that bag, which she killed in. Like, she was, like, she was set. So, advocates did claim that the game industry were just exploiting children and making money off, like, the child's. Basically, getting like psychologically damaged, which is a jump. I like to think that they think that the video game industry would like evil villains, but like cartoon evil villains, like full like layers,
1: everything, like phineas and third
0: level <laughs> cartoon villains. But then again, the, these advocates were claiming that these rewards, these games, rewarded players for misogyny and sexism and all this jazz, which. I'm not
1: gonna disagree with. I'm not gonna disagree with it either. But don't throw stones in glass houses.
0: Yeah, I think that was sort of more of a product of the time rather than like the game industry itself. Like I don't No, Absolutely. I'm not gonna say the 90s were revolutionary for women's rights.
1: No. (laughs) They didn't seem great. No, didn't
0: seem great. But, so yeah, so Night Trap especially was like heavily critiqued for violence and violence against women. Uh, and they did only portray women as victims or sex objects, which, uh, uh. yes, sort of, like, this is the issue. They do be making some points. Like, mm-hmm. these, like, this game, like, these women are essentially helpless. But, like, yes. and I mean, still basically in video games today, like, it may be, like, more recently, we're getting a bit better. I but mean, even I've... then, we have, like, think of, like, game
1: again in the recent. So, like, uh, like- in, I would say it's only really gotten better for um like female not female protagonists have only really become a popular, viable option for Which a game then, recently. It's but, in like indie games mostly or like small right, studios. And the um like female background characters still don't have a great amount of agency.
0: No. So I mean they the people they the points they make up in the trial do really do make sense, but at the same time, I don't know if it's so related to the trial. Like it just seems like they were just mentioned in this, but that's like the whole thing. It seems like this trial was very much trying to get any sort of emotional reaction to get the act like the action they wanted. Like people like they had um this woman, I can't remember her name, she, I don't care. She, <laughs> she's <laughs> cis, we don't care. She was just sort of, she had, to be fair, she did have some good points of like, these are all teaching our kids, like sexism, which I guess,
1: I mean, yeah, but they're not learning sexism from Night Trap.
0: No, and then she was like, I was, how uncomfortable would you be if you had a daughter who had seen, like was going on a date and the guy who she was going on a date with had just played Night Trap. Honestly, I need him to get a better
1: taste. Um, I need him th- to get out there and play some different games. You would need to tell her to break up with him because he like a Sega Saturn. Yeah, like, he's a nerd. You like, need to leave. <laughs> like, leave him alone. He's a nerd of bad taste. <laughs> he needs to get out. And then they also
0: show, like, the infamous bathroom scene, which is, like, that was their version of, like, <gasps> I can't believe this is, like, what our kids are getting exposed to. It's literally <laughs> just, again, the woman in, like, her, like, nightgown which is not see for anything at all. Like no, she's, like it's silk, if I remember correctly. There are nuns who wear less than what she was wearing in that scene. And she basically gets tiptoed away if you fail. They also claimed that like, that was the objective of the game, like that you get rewarded for actions against women when it resulted in a game over. I think right. you'd be like one of like, or two of the five could like, girls could die or quote unquote die. Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't like, you were trying to save these people. No, you were, like, you you were doing it from the lens of trying to save them. Yeah. Not, like, I, like, their arguments would have a little bit more credence if you were actively playing as the, the Martin family.
0: Yeah, like, it's just all very... I don't really know how to, like... It's just all very, like, a weird thing to, like, mention for them. Like, it's just... I don't know, it's just, like, they obviously didn't play the game. Obviously. So, it's just very, like, why... Surely, like, these things never got brought up to them, either. Like, they were never... no one. The game developers never said this isn't what the game is. Well, they sort of did, but they got silenced. Mm -hmm. Which, again, I don't think this court wanted... Like, they know what they wanted. Like, the game designers tried to explain what the bathroom scene was and what the game is, and they got silenced. So...
1: The, not fair on them the true cancel culture
0: but the Mortal combat was also described by lieberman as blood spatters from the c- contestants heads when the player wins the so-called death sequence begins the game narrator the game narrator instructs the player to finish and i quote finish his opponent the player may choose a method of murder ranging from ripping a heart out to pulling off the head of the opponent with the spinal cord attached and then proceeded to put like one of the fake game guns from like I don't know like Duck Hunt or whatever next to his <laughs> head. It was a very weird. He was going through something. He was
1: no, truly going through something. Yeah, that had, man needed had... to speak to someone. Yeah, I don't. I like... also love that he didn't like. He clearly hasn't played it because he didn't realize it's called Fatalities, or that it's not just men in no. in Mortal Kombat. That it's also finish her, also finish him. Finish him. He could have really took that different way.
0: Think <laughs> <laughs> like, the gaze that they're infected. We can't, I mean, we can't. They tell one th- male to make another male finish. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Like, can't do Think of like, but no. Think of
1: the implication.
0: But also, so Sega and Nintendo were both there and you would have thought there would be like a united front being like, no, our games are, I don't know, fine. They're not doing like much impact. But this was just before the holiday season and to say that Nintendo and Sega had not had that like, would take a full advantage of, they could take down the other company and just get all that holiday revenue. Oh, absolutely. Which they did. Nintendo, but also was, this was during the time of like the Sega-Nintendo war. So like this was like, they had a really good like, opportunity to like take one of the uh, like opponents out for a bit. So Nintendo stated that Night Trap would never be on the consoles. She could never. Well, they were like, it will never be on consoles like, ours, oh, because we have such so strict ratings. But unlike Sega, who would happily have this project on their thing. But then also, fun fact, in 2017, it got released on Nintendo Switch. Uh, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. I think it's hilarious. The and Switch really coming through. Both did also again mention that they have their own rating systems. But then Nintendo loved to bring up that Sega's was vague and confusing, which I did see it. It was a bit like... What? Yeah. Yeah, they they weren't the best. Uh, so what was the ratings? It was like, I think that was like out of four. I can't remember. Like, it wasn't great. Okay, was cool. It was
1: just... Um, Purposely vague and misleading.
0: Yeah, I think they sort of
1: made it vague so then they could put certain games they wanted mm-hmm. to be, like... It was... it was better, su- Sold better. Like, the suggestion of a rating system instead of an actual rating yeah. system.
0: Yeah, like, Sega also go into this court case a bit fucked, like... Nintendo did have the upper hand because Nintendo was a child-friendly platform. Yeah. Whereas it, Sega did have more violent video games, but Sega tried to defend this by saying that their main like demographic is 19 to 22 year olds. But these like senators were not having it. No. They were like, no, we know what we want. And then you've also got Nintendo, also like they had a more confident lawyer. They had an actual lawyer, whereas I think Sega had like one of the co-founders or something. Yeah. So like. This person was not confident in a courtroom.
1: I mean, I don't think Sega had enough money to go through like a big lawsuit at that, at that no, they were, time. They just released a Sega
0: Saturn. They were obviously going <laughs> through something emotionally. Um, but then the court also just made up its mind and the senators went in on Sega. They didn't care. Went in, drag her. Honestly, drag her, slay her, boots the house down, boots queen. Boots house down, mama. <laughs> yes, God. But then, so then the ALCB st- was established to make clear age ratings, which I think isn't a bad thing it did help legitimize the game industry as a whole
1: yes it did then parents were
0: a bit more conscious about what they were buying
1: if there is one governing body or the illusion of a governing body yeah. in an industry it makes it seem especially since it was seen as such a juvenile um like thing to enjoy mm. having a rating system it does help it out yeah it helps
0: legitimize it then console makers were told that they could refuse games without a rating. The ratings were five categories, which were early childhood, kids to adults, teens, mature, and adults only, which have now been changed. Mm-hmm. They've been updated at the times, which I think is important because but kids to adults is a very weird. They
1: wanted to obviously just say teen. Yes. Um, um, that's also, all of those categories are pageant categories. So, You know
0: what? They actually are. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about, oh, I love the kids category, but. No, not on a microphone. Toddlers in tiaras <laughs> showed me that is a category. That is a category. That is.
1: Child <sighs> patterns are weird. Oh my God. So weird. So weird. So weird. I... Wait, we will have, we might to... have an episode on it. <laughs> if we do a true crime episode, which
0: let's be honest, we, we will. JonBenet Ramsey will be a brawler at some point.
1: At some point, but I feel like it's old hat to do. I feel like everyone's done Bonnet. Yeah. I mean, like,
0: mostly Americans. Yeah, that's fair. Which, surprise, make a lot of podcasts. <laughs> like, they are a big population.
1: <laughs> Newsflash: America
0: is big. America be doing stuff. But yeah, no, that was basically how the SOB rating got like set up. Oh, work. It was an interesting court case. It's quite chaotic if you watch it. I watched a bit of it. When he puts that like, toy gun to his head
1: and acts like he's about to die. I don't like that. I do. Like, I, like, it's like, I really, you, you're, doing, you're allowed to do that in court, really. Well, I'm not sure if this is a technically,
0: I say court case, I don't know if it's technically a court case.
1: It would have gone through the court, I, I think so. I usually yeah. when senators try to do this kind of stuff for video games, they, they try and get it to court as soon as possible. Yeah, oh yeah, I
0: guess that makes sense. I know the American law system because
1: I'm not American. Um neither no. am I.
0: But then obviously the ARCB rating is there's a bunch of ones. So we like in the UK we have Peggy. Mm-hmm and then ooh, Peggy. Peggy and then Peg me. Ooh maybe later. <laughs> 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 um and then Japan has their own, like mm-hmm. Australia has their own. Apparently Australia's really strict. They have a Australia's
1: lot of, is so strict. They have a lot of band games. Um like Mortal Kombat Post all they have. Um post all completely. Um The Last of Us The Last of Us is banned. It was banned for a little
0: bit, Uh, Gears of War. They saw that Ellie was a lesbian and they were like, get that off the streets. out, Out. get out. And then Margaret happened and they're like, actually, gay rights. (laughs) Gay
1: Gay rights. Gay Gay rights. Gay (laughs) rights. But yeah, that's my that's my little Work. story. Come through. Come through. Uh that was great. I didn't Thanks. um
0: I was almost gonna do the ET one, but it's just then a bunch of conspiracies about Nintendo trying to bury
1: ET consoles. Will I mention it again? Probably. Probably. Like, but also it's like it wasn't just ET, was it? Like the entire industry as a whole was just shovelware at that point. Yeah. So like it's I think it would it's just more depressing than anything else. Yeah.
0: I think it's useless. I think it's me. I see a Red Bull box be opened. <coughs> oh, we, we're, we're in for a treat today. Ooh. you know. I'm God.
1: drinking some H2O and you're there in the Red Bull. Look, I have not slept. So we're doing what we can to get through. True. Which you need to sleep. Also, happy Pride. Happy
0: Pride. Happy Pride. Happy, happy Friendiversary. Happy Friendiversary. Like a little happy 9-11. My <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Look, if pretty little thing. It could, pretty little like, thing. Girl Boss 9-11.
0: For those who don't know, Pretty Little Thing has posted, which this might date us, but they have posted a picture of nine eleven being like, never forget, which is, I, I like
1: the sentiment. They have put in the PLL writing. I don't like do Not the branding. Not the like, branding. You don't stop. Like, you actually branded nine eleven. This is how far, far removed we are we from it now. We are
0: deep into capitalism.
1: <laughs> when you're, like... I also think, like,
0: I don't know, I feel like with tragedies like that, which like, things like the Titanic happened and then obviously people like made money off that with like films mm-hmm. and that, but that was so long ago that people who were alive then probably don't, people who, yeah, people who were alive in that time probably aren't alive now or if they are that old. There's like, not that many. Yeah, like, um, so people haven't really got a connection to it. Whereas I think branding 9-11, bold move.
1: A bold move. Bold move. Like real Super bold inappropriate. Move. Like, don't. I don't know how we got gone this tangent. It was going to happen if it was going to happen. Um,
0: right. Tell me what you need to tell me. Take a big ass so, swig of that.
1: Well, I,
0: that is an
1: industrial size I can. Thank you. It's the size that I need. Size of a child. Size queen. Um, a baby's forearm, if you will. Nova that scene in Pugsy Recreation where it's like this is the size
0: if you look at that it's a toddler. <laughs> That's what you're drinking.
1: Yeah, no, I want Taurine to be in my blood forever. Um, so I am weaving you a tale of a little Polish developer called CG, CD Project Red. They um, sound CD. CD. Uh, I mean, we'll get there. Really? Um, in a controversial episode, <laughs> I would have thought they would be the good guys. Um, So CD Projekt Red got its start in the industry by literally burning discs, hence CD Projekt Red. Oh, like legally? Like, yeah, they were just- just I thought it was like someone's,
0: No, like everyone's got that
1: uncle who just burned your like Wii games. Yeah. I thought it was like them. Like um, they were were burning discs, um, like through the proper channels, whilst also um, doing like, things for like piracy and open um, like licensing when you buy games and things like that. Um, eventually, they then um, got a contract to start doing like bits and boulders gate. Ooh. Um, but they didn't have the full contract to be able to um, make their own game. They were only allowed to make like little little tidbits. Um but by t- uh, tidbits, you mean like DLC or Yeah, like just like little bits of DLC. Oh, okay. um, they weren't allowed to like um they couldn't attain the full license. Uh they managed to attain it, released Baldur's Gate. Um What kind of game was Baldur's Gate? <gasps> uh I can't remember. Clearly it was so fun though. It was it was an MMO. Oh well who fucking cares? <laughs> um if they World of Warcraft, I don't wanna know. I I ain't interested. Have you ever played World of Warcraft? Yeah. You, I feel like you'd get into it. No, I got really into it, but I refused to pay for it. So I'm so glad you that- you got it like, like level 20 and yeah. it out. <laughs> Done. Yeah, I tried to get into it.
0: And then I bought the Elder Scrolls Online, which isn't good. No. But did I play 200 hours of
1: it? Of Same course. So Fallout 4 though, Fallout 4's not good. I have 2,000 hours in my game. Fair, no, I think I've got, I don't think I've got 2,000 hours. I've definitely got like three, 400? Oh, we could be like three or four hours. <laughs> You're like, I really got into that
0: game. I really really like
1: the vault. I got (laughs) really into speed running that game. Um, so then they also start GOG. Okay. Okay. So, um, good old games. Uh, they really, uh, they are the industry leader for, like, um, full transparency when it comes to DRM licensing, fair, like prices for games, all the things like that. So far, these people sound nice, and I am ready for the plot twist. Right. Then they released a little game called The Witcher. Don't know if you've heard of it. Sounds small and indie. Um, Tell me more. (laughs) Uh, RPG was kind of alright. Bit Mm. janky, made in Source. No, it was made in the Baldur's Gate engine. Um, uh,
0: I have no reference that's a good engine or not.
1: No, not really. (laughs) Janky
0: as fuck. Yeah, to be fair, if I don't know the game, I feel like the engine itself is not going to (laughs) be known for its prowess. It ain't Uh, like Unity. No, it ain't Unity.
1: Um, and then they do um, release The Witcher two. Don't know if you heard of that. So, it's yeah. like a very small yeah, yeah.
0: indie indie game that
1: maybe one or two people have played. <laughs> um, and then we smash cut to uh, May thirtieth, twenty twelve. A good year. The Mayans had good the, things. Set the for Mayans. Us. It was great. Um, CD Projekt Red give uh, a just a reveal of Cyberpunk 20, 2077. Like, what just the song name
0: was playing when they did the reveal?
1: Was it a Roxy Andrews wig reveal? I think it was. Oh it my god, it was whipping hair. Um, there's not enough drama in like e 3 There's really not. They like it's just that, some guy being like. Hi. No, fully get weird with it. Do what Devolver Digital does every year and just give it bad shit insane make conference. It, make it
0: wild because then of your games shit, people will still remember it. You need to look
1: camp right in the eye. I have, have you?
0: I used to watch game conferences all the time. Yeah, same. No,
1: I don't either. No, I don't know the, why. It's so boring now. Yeah. And plus, also most of the game conferences, it's like, yeah, well, crunch, real bad conditions. Sexual abuse. What do you mean? The game industry is known for being
0: so, so nice. Well, recently, what game studio came out as, like, I can't remember what game studio it was, but, like, they came out and, like, people were like, oh, yeah, I had to quit because, like... Activision Blizzard. Was it the one that had, like... um, Yes, it was Activision Blizzard because they were having, like frat boy mentality. And there's a bunch of, like, sexual assault allegations. No, and it's so gross. I think it's still going on. No, it is still going on. Yeah, I, w- like I was
1: considering ago. doing that for this episode, but uh, I feel like... That it's seems not- like a light topic. <laughs> it, it's not too far removed to have all, like, the facts yet. Mm. Um, so, October 18th, 2012, um, we get the first look of, I would say, gameplay. It's not. It's literally just, like, a teaser still of, uh, like, a lady in a scantily, like, clad red dress covered in blood with some of, the like, the mantis arms coming out of her um, with someone, like, shooting her in the side of the head with, like, some real cool, like, um, vibey uh, cyberpunk music going on in the background. So, the
0: people who don't know, because you know what cyberpunk is more than me. Yes.
1: So, it give us a...
0: A, de- a description of the board so it is a yeah tabletop board. so thing, it, like dungeons and dragons for those who
1: don't know. um it was originally uh called cyberpunk 2020 um and it takes place in night city um big um all the standard cyberpunk like tropes and things are in there um such as such as like the Real weird things on ori- on like oriental oriental oh my god I can't say words okay. orientalism there we go uh, transhumanism oh. what makes a person a person uh, when uh, technology like so cyborgs yeah, yeah. cyborgs um, moody streets neon lights neon lights everyone. like companies own everything it was capitalism all along it was capitalism all <laughs> along. <laughs> Um, and it was super popular. It got like a few expansions, but it never really like got to the height of like D and D. But it's been a solid. It's it's been a solid tabletop option. For I will say time.
0: if you want to get if you want to view what a good cyberpunk play session is, Polygon has a very good see, like series. Yes, like I would definitely. I've watched them like three or four times. So I would definitely recommend.
1: On January tenth we get the first like actual proper trailer um, and that everyone gets like super buzzed about it and like everyone's super here for it. But um, there was some people that um, gave concern over the like of how scantily clad the woman was and like just the whole zeitgeist of when this was coming out was when um, like feminist frequency was a big thing, so the uh, for the first time ever, there was a spotlight on how women are treated and perceived in games, yeah. and consciously um, choosing to put that image forward. Um, I just thought that was quite interesting. We have both gone for something that has women's rights in the forefront. Yeah, right. Come through us. Right. <laughs> um, like- I would uh, give yourself a soft clap <laughs> on that for doing the bare minimum. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, like completely unrelated, but kind of related. It was wrapped up in the same, um, in the same conversation. Dead I- Dead Islands Collector's Edition um, had as its like pre-order bonus Collector Edition a bust of a just 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 like tits, like, like zombie, like or just like full zombified corpse, but okay. with no head and like cut off at like the thighs covered in blood. So, like, literally reducing, like, to an object. Ew. I know, right? It's gross. 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 It is so gross.
0: Well, was this sort of, because I can't remember the timeline, was this sort of the same sort of time as, like,
1: Gamergate, or was that Um, gonna, it's up? Gamergate starts happening very shortly. Oh. Like, it's, uh, Gamergate 2013, 2015, roughly. Oh, okay. we will get there, don't you worry. We both <laughs> know too much about the other person's thing that we keep accidentally being like, what about this? Then everything just goes dead. Like like radio silence? Like or? radio silence for four years, nothing. Um, and they kind of get by on like making The Witcher 3 and all the goodwill that they're getting from... Witcher 3 being one of or labeled as one of the greatest RPGs of all time and all the good things that they're doing with GOG like they have such a good standing within the gaming community like I think one of their like they always want to make their players um like feel respected um so they got like lots of goodwill and then Gamergate happened <laughs> <laughs>
0: For those who don't know, would you like to give a little explanation of what Gamergate so, is?
1: So, Gamergate is the is what started the uh, Nazi pipeline. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, so... Um, like, butterfly effect-wise or, like,
0: straight, oh, straight, no, the, straight to it? Oh, no,
1: the person, um, I forget
0: his name. I don't think his name needs to be remembered if he's um, a Nazi.
1: But, oh uh, no, it was an American politician that went on to run, like... Trump's campaign. I think it's the guy that... owns. I'm fine with not knowing his name. I think it's the guy that owns PragerU. So, like, he was one of the... Morally a great person. No, (laughs) no. no. Just a terrible... So, fully, it was started by alt-right people. Who are known to be so level-headed. So level-headed. Like, it was just a barrage of entitled, weird, like, cishet, like... Game gamer men like not wanting no wombs in their in their video games because you know no women no women you like oh them. why does it have got to be a woman like, like it makes it makes no sense to me why you would complain about any of it just none whatsoever it's um, a very unique <laughs> thing to have like a hot take on. But I'm not uh, surprised. we still live in the shadow of Gamergate constantly. Like the fact that, that the fact that it's been lingering for so long and we're only just about starting to get like. Well, I mean, it. like
0: we said with Activision and Blizzard having that whole like frapper mentality, like this stuff is happening in house. Like it's ingrained. It's not just like to say that the gaming community is not sexist is a dumb claim. Like you you would be lying. Yeah. Like it is riddled with everything. Not sure. Also, if you can hear background noise, but we are we are
1: actually in Shoreditch right now. We are. We um, are. We are recording in the Common Press. The Common Press, which is, seems to be very very queer. I'm very happy. It is a very cute little um, queer sober space bookshop in um, on Bethnal Green Road. So so if you
0: hear the tube, or if you hear again, we are in Shoreditch. So if you do hear, police cars, just be immersed in the, re- the reality that we are like. <laughs> it could be Brixton. There could be more. It could be Brixton. which should... um, will do a podcast on the move. Oh we have God. to run through all of London.
1: <laughs> As the people chase The us. most frustrating podcast I listen to <laughs> ever. So in 2015, the Law and Justice Party took over in Poland. So they are essentially the Tories. But in Polish, do you want to know what their acronym is? Please tell me it's scat. It's piss <laughs> it's SCAT.
0: <laughs> There are some narrative themes going they, on in both our stories that we I don't have, I don't know how I feel about. We have not revealed to each other what we were doing in any detail. No, we just knew the basic outline so we didn't accidentally both do the exact same thing. Um, but you know, would you like to know what SCAT are. actually stands for? Yes, yeah, I would. It stands for Sega Control Attack Team. I had to Google. Oh,
1: don't know why Sega. <laughs> I don't know why. I like the idea that this universe Sega is right. part of the government. Right. I mean, they can dream, um, and they uh, the piss party got elected on uh, like an anti-migrant basis. Um Are they pro-king? Within the king community, <laughs> they wish <laughs> uh, as the kind of years went on in Poland, and you know. Poland being where Poland is now, it morphed into an anti-LGBTQ platform as well. So the government would create like LGBT ideology free zones. Have you seen their, um,
0: well, I'm calling it propaganda, it's propaganda, like anti-LGBT family propaganda. It's insane. It's insane. Like, honestly, our brothers, sisters, non-binary people in Poland, I don't know how you're getting through it. I don't
1: either. Like truly, like <laughs> the world is awful. Not the world is awful. Not that the UK is. UK is horrific. Is is much better. No, but
0: you know, no country think does it. Maybe like probably Denmark. Denmark and Sweden
1: always seem to just know what they're doing. Maybe uh, I'm fully. wrong. I think it's just because we know nothing about them.
0: Yeah, I only ever see the nice bits where it's like, look, rights. I'm like, oh my god, right. You know, do you want to know if I'm It's not fun. It's horrific. Yes. The best um uh, I think I will double fact check this, but um the lead in country with the most trans rights only has free rights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awful. Let me just double check that while you tell me some more. Okay. In twenty nineteen there was a survey that someone in Poland did, I couldn't remember the governing body. And it revealed that the majority of men under forty Thought that the LGBT ideology was the biggest threat to them in their lifetime. So I love this because I don't know what I'm doing. Is I obviously do identify
0: as a gay man, whereas you also identify as gay, but you are not a man. I don't know, but like I love this idea that like what are we doing? Like
1: what the are we most doing? I'm doing is te- going to Tesco to get a meal deal. The reason why this is relevant is it's a studio where a lot of i'm assuming men under 40 work there so there is a framework that this game is being made under that is not whilst not whilst clearly i don't know anyone at cd project red and i know like that this survey doesn't speak for everyone mm-hmm. but that that like there's you can't take that societal context that this game was made in out of it Um, Especially not with the things that we'll get into, like, a little bit later on. In December of 2016, CD Projekt Red received a grant from the piss party of $7.5 million dollars. Is that a lot for a game? I mean, it's... Night Trap had 1.3. It's a lot for a government grant to make a video game. True.
0: So why did the government want?
1: Yeah, I'm sure you're going to tell me, but why do they want this game? Um, because Poland's actually got quite a big games industry. Poland really, in sort of like the mid 2000s, really put a lot of development and infrastructure in for um, games and games development because they yeah. realised it was actually bringing in quite a lot of money. Ooh. So it's they are actually like pretty cool with the production of games and stuff. So homophobic anti-LGBTQ party has actively donated money. Uh, like for part of this game, and yeah. the grant was for city creation. So, the city, the world, <laughs> and seamless multiplayer, which is yet to in- see it. Look at that inside? Is no, it? it's not. I mean, to be fair, that's because some of issues they'd be dealing with right now. Maybe we don't right. have a multiplayer in that. They um, have an end date of December 10th, 2020. Otherwise, CD Projekt Red have to pay back. million. Okay, the more you tell me, the more I can understand
0: why this game's a hot trash mess. Right, actual hot trash mess. But to be fair, also, you should not be accepting money from anti-LGBT. No, absolutely not. I don't care how how much you want your game, that's not okay. No,
1: not okay whatsoever. That's like, it's still silent for a little bit, um, but in the sort of, four-year silence that they had cyberpunk and it's like themes and its popularity really kind of like it entered the public consciousness with the blade runner sequel with altered carbon which also is transphobic Uh, cyberpunk is i feel
0: yeah cyberpunk is um this might be wrong but the cyberpunk sort of make you less human if you have surgery like is that one of the mechanics in the top down i i no, I mean, do you lose humanity? humanity. But, but is that is that, that for surgery or is that for something different?
1: I mean, that's for that's the amount of cybernetics that you have in you. Oh, it's okay. Like that's if you're more human or machine, that's it. Okay. So there's like the Ghost in the Shell movie with renowned Asian Ameri- Asian actress <laughs> <and> <laughs> Scarlett Scar- Johansson.
0: That's. Did she? She's sure I I I've never seen the film for obvious reasons. Of but like, did she actually accept that role? Or did, was she like, I'm actually not going to do this? No, she went through with it. Oh my god!
1: She, I mean, great actress. What can we say? She
0: <laughs> she goes into any
1: role. No, she, truly, she just just <laughs> slot her in. And uh, one of my personal favorite games, Valhalla. It it's like V A dash one um, one H A, like yeah. It's a cyberpunk game where you are inside of a bar um, and you make drinks for people based on like what they need, their recommendations. It's really cool, I would recommend playing it. That is some very up your alley. Then in June- Also,
0: not sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but cyberpunk seems like a big tabletop game. Reducing that to a bar set and makes sense. Trying to have the whole game be, that is quite insane. Right? Like, Was this part of the skepticism? People being like, surely this is too big. So like obviously cyberpunk as a tabletop mm-hmm. game is like, you've got quite a lot of options. Just, like. Different factions. There's like different. I know every like city is sort of in like its own little bubble, like internet wise. Was this like a? Were people worried that this game was going to be like had too big expectations that they couldn't meet?
1: No, the hype train. Left the station the moment it was announced, and it never slowed down. To be fair, we
0: all also No Man's Sky legitimately told us going to have billions of universes, right. and no one sat down to be like, "That sounds concerning." Right. And we figure we can do that.
1: Eight people work on
0: this game. <laughs> like, eight people work on this game, and we have them in horrific conditions.
1: The masterpiece is about to be released. <laughs> like- but um, No Man's Sky managed to pull it back. Yeah, apparently it's quite late now. No, I, I, I have got it. I've not. I do it. not.
0: This thing with Fallout 76. Apparently, she's now like fine and grand and oh, dandy, but um, I didn't play it. Fair. I did play the beta, which having a beta maybe like five days before the game released, that's not a beta. No. That's a demo you're showing me. That's a whole last demo. That was a wild time. Not to derail,
1: <laughs> which I have been doing quite often that's during right. your story. It's fine. It's fine. Don't take it personally. In. October of 2017, several employees started posting on uh, Glassdoor. Uh, so, Glassdoor is a website that you can use to rate your old employers. Also,
0: if you ever apply for a new job, make sure you check your job role yes. via Glassdoor so you can see how much you're being paid and see if you're being underpaid. It's exactly. very important that you know your rights as an employee
1: in this capitalism society. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a strong anti-capitalist message throughout, like, this whole thing. I mean, we're on a to- topic about cyberpunk, which doesn't scream pro capitalism. I mean, no. So I mean, I think, it, it, I think it's valid. It, I mean, we're like very slowly get uh, slowly quickly barreling towards like actual. Cyberpunk, well. Late stage capitalism do be killing us all. Do
0: be killing us all. Greta Thunberg, come save us. Gre-
1: uh, you no, know, she's 18. I know, right? I she, fully portrayed she She'd go to the club. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you go to JY and you saw Greta Thunberg? She would be so sad because she'd see the plastic cups. And see the changes. there have some opinions. So, in June of 2017, a bunch of files got stolen from CD Projekt Red, oh. and they refused to pay them. We never really heard anything more about it. So we didn't so, know what the files are? Uh, no, yeah. they were never released. And CD Project Red never never paid for them. To so, be fair, it seemed that no negative no
0: consequence came from them just not paying these people.
1: Well, I think because of their standing with like the community, people, the community helped to try and figure out who the person was, if you know what I mean.
0: I love those like Reddit sleuth people. Oh my God,
1: imagine having the time. We literally just had lockdown. <laughs> we actually all did have the time. I mean, it was a panny deal, right?
0: No, leave me alone. I could have helped solve a the case and said I've got a
1: very severe drinking problem <laughs> from my pandemic. Look, I think it gave us all a very severe drinking problem. No one, everyone had a very different relationship with drinking when it came to the lockdown. And now we're all alcoholics. So, yeah, lots of bad reviews start appearing up in like 2015, 2016, and they were kind of like the years of The Witcher. So for those two years, I don't think that they were working on cyberpunk whatsoever. So- To be fair, they, this game was announced in what year? 2012? 2012. And um, they had it up until 2020. They- Eight years is a long time. They made The Witcher 3 in that time. Yeah, which is like critically acclaimed. So I, th- I really struggled to believe that they worked on this for all that time. I feel like they had like one person. You
0: no, know, like how in Elder Scrolls Oblivion, they had one person make every single dungeon. Yeah. I feel like they, that was the same where it's like one person working on this project.
1: It was fully like they spent four years like just dreaming up ideas instead of trying to make something workable. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but they had that sort of issue where they keep just making more and more like actual features that aren't mm-hmm. relevant rather than just fixing the game and actually just making a base game and then adding to it when they need to be.
1: Instead of this, like selling a dream of grandeur, if you will. Yeah. Um, so this is where it starts to really take uh, a real nosedive. Yeah, because the piss government was already on the <laughs> nosedive. <now. laughs> uh, look, we love the piss government. But they don't love us. In July of 2018, uh, there was a meme tweet. So a- a MMA. MMA. A Twitter user um, tweeted at the official Cyberpunk account, uh, will there be memes? Um, and Cyberpunk replied with, uh, the entire thing will be a meme. And in hindsight, correct. I love a red flag that we should <laughs> realize. Like, it was there the whole time.
0: Also, props to that social media intern being like, I'm gonna tell you the tea, but I'm not gonna get fired for this
1: because <laughs> everyone's gonna think I'm joking, but I warned you. But I warned you. We fast forward to uh, 2019 um, and a Reddit post by a former employee uh, It's it always posted. on Reddit, isn't it? It's always on Reddit. It's never a Tumblr it's blog a post. I mean, who's doing a reveal on Tumblr? Me. That's, that's my only fans. <laughs> <laughs> so this former employee um, said uh, that some Cyberpunk se- 2077 teams have been crunching the game industry term for excessive mandatory overtime since July 2019 and enforcing 16-hour work days for six days a week for more than a year. Jesus Christ. Um, I can't handle four. The person who made these claims was confirmed by Jason Trier and uh, Stephanie Sterling. Who are in relation to uh games journalists. Okay, thank you.
0: I'm looking at you so blank. Do you- My mind's gone blank. I know okay. her name but I don't know where. like I don't I can't think of anything she's done. I don't know why.
1: Jim That ring a bell? No, why doesn't it ring a bell? What's Jim Quisition? Uh who, who are they? Uh they used to be a um like games journalist like for newspapers and like rock paper shotgun and shit. And then started a YouTube channel and then got just continued like Famous success. I think I know them
0: from Rock Paper Shotgun because I know there's quite a lot of controversy around that. So I think maybe when I was researching that, I saw their name. I think that might be why I was like- Probably, that makes sense. The neurons are firing. But I don't think I know their work after that.
1: So it's now been confirmed that there has been at least one full year of this gross, gross crunch time already. So this is why I think that they hadn't been working on it. Because otherwise, why would you have people doing this?
0: It's wild because they had an eight year development. Right. Time frame. So we're not, to release a game that is notoriously as buggy as it is and it's still broken, and have 16 hour work days, six days a week, mm-hmm. with an eight year time frame.
1: That's insane. Actually insane. Then in June of 2018, we get the first like actual gameplay that we've seen. It all looks really cool. Everyone gets super hyped because obviously it's a gameplay trailer shown. at. It's a game demo shown at E3. It's
0: like Keanu Reeves, isn't it? Yes. Okay.
1: But I mean, like, you got a 7.5 million grant from the government, right? I which I cannot believe that most of that did not go towards getting Keanu Reeves. But like, surely they had other
0: investors.
1: Yeah, I mean, the by the so t- did. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but did the piss government have requirements for the like? Grant, or is it literally just his money? Um, it needed to be completed by a certain date and have uh, certain features. What are certain features? Do we know? Um, one of them was seamless multiplier. Okay. Like, that is what they paid for, and they haven't got it yet, but we'll get there. We'll Ooh, get there. I'm excited. So, later on in uh, June, the first sign of transphobia is here. Oh, no. The GOG. Um, official Twitter account tweets out a picture called the death of, um, like a gravestone, like a meme. Yeah. um, Where the death of game journalism and the date of Gamergate is the, uh, is the- uh, Who tweeted this all? The official GOG account says CG Project, CD Project read themselves. Why? I don't know. It's just not good vibes. It was, like, very promptly deleted afterwards, but still oh, not. Then, was it, like, a hack? Did they ever even try and do that spin? No, they oh, it was funny. But, like, cli- like the the mechanisms of all of this, like, anti-LGBT stuff and all of the They're weird... It's gotten to, like, creep
0: to the surface. Like,
1: it, you can't give them the benefit of the doubt anymore when things like this keep just yeah. popping up. But you can't. Can You you can romance in Cyberpunk 77, can't you? But I don't think you can do same sex. I don't think so. so I think you can romance though. I haven't played it. I need to. We will, uh, We might do, once have played it, might talk about it. Yeah. But who knows? Then we don't really hear anything anymore until December of 2018. <laughs> the official Cyberpunk 2077 Twitter account makes a joke about assuming my gender Oh, mm. and making a joke about being an attack helicopter. Oh, yeah, bad vibes. Bad vibes. Um, it was deleted very, very quickly. It just no one, no one. Like they thought that was just fine to like say there was no one. I know there's like 600 people that work at that company. Exactly, but like, so what? Do you? Do they have a PR team? Like, what? Right. Like, is it not getting run through anyone? So even if that got run through the PR team, the PR team was like, yeah. PR fine. team also has like that frat boy mentality. Yeah. So they don't care. Like, it's it's gross. It's just now very evident that a lot of the themes that come with cyberpunk as a genre are not going to be handled with the greatest of respect necessarily.
0: I feel like Cyberpunk has the same issue as like Night Hard where it's these ingrained issues of like sexism and like, I mean, obviously Night Trap didn't mm-hmm. have transphobia. That we know of. That we know of, uh, but like, it's just this like issue, like, like Cyberpunk had that woman in it, like scanty dress. It seems to be, I mean, like the video game industry as a whole has never really left this no, issue of sexism.
1: Never, uh, like, and it will just always be there and around. Uh, the next little bit that we get from this very very long development cycle is they do an advert for Nvidia, and it's showing. I will see if I can find it for you, because um, yeah. Uh, but it's this um, gorgeous woman, like looking all like vavavoom, all sexy, um, in like a tight green bodysuit thing, and then oh. just an enormous penis like just there just so the entire thing why why Is just trying to be transphobic like what's it's a joke that she has a penis like yeah that's a joke like the like it doesn't like it doesn't make sense that in a world the world that you have created where you can literally have robot arms why is being why is why is your, your only lens of trans people sexualized? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm the, like,
0: I get, like, obviously I don't have to say this, but like it gets not saying like there are trans people who are trans women who have yeah. penises, and that's fine. But like, I don't, uh, why
1: make, for? it's not like a joke. Like, no. it's just, <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. Oh no yeah it's not oh no
0: so um, if you just type in cyber transphobic cyberpunk it'll Ad, come up. it yeah. will just come
1: up i mean one of many but i mean i say one of many that is one of the only depictions of a trans person in the whole game Ew. i know big eel um, that's what i don't understand like i understand they
0: don't care but then why make so, this is what i don't get about people who like are so anti-lgbt lgbt people don't give a shit that you don't like us Absolutely not. It's just a weird obsession with us. It's Honestly, just give us rights and leave us alone. Right, fully. Like,
1: just leave us alone, Mary.
0: Like we literally try to keep queer spaces queer and you have to come into them because you want to listen to Lady Gaga rain on me for some reason. (laughs) For some reason. But like, we're fine if you literally just basically give us rights to fuck up, like leave us alone. We're not gonna fucking-
1: Right. We're not gonna destroy the sanctity of marriage. I just find it so gross. That they, this is how they will continue to depict trans people as solely for sexual objects for other people or not. Or a joke. Or a joke. Yeah. That's it. The, the two, usually at the same time. Yeah. Um, the art director, forgotten their full name, but um, Kazia is their first name. Um, Do we stand? No, uh, no. Okay. Um, they, uh, as the art director, they sort of tweeted out that like, if you think about it in the, in the context, then like you know it's not that bad. But it wasn't tweeted out in like a. Uh, it was the first. Valid. It's tweeted out as a. You've tweeted as a joke. And this is the first thing that we've seen from Cyberpunk since their since their other transphobic tweet. They'd really be like, if
0: you're going to hear from us again, it's us right. transphobic. No, fully. They're not just going to re- release, like, here's the gameplay
1: for 20 minutes. None of it's done through a gaze of understanding. Like, they haven't... Um, this isn't even, like, misguided. Right. It's just full transphobic. They just have, they haven't earned the right to be given the benefit of the doubt and to be able to have a critique. Like Yeah, it's not like someone tweeted this on,
0: like, trans visibility day as a misguided tweet. It is just full, like, no, you're just making a joke out of something that isn't... In any way funny? Mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm not trying to like no. humor, but like it's that's just full, it's not funny. No,
1: we move on to 2020, the bright year of 2020, the optimistic year. There is a, cos- a cosplay competition, and uh, before the games even come out, for people dressing up uh, like as well, characters from Reeves. the game, I don't. Sorry, everyone, uh, I don't understand it. Why are you cosplaying for a game? You I haven't played yet, and someone does that advert. I have no idea how to take that. No, right? I'm assuming it's a cis male. Uh, I don't
0: know. Because if it was a trans woman, that would be quite iconic the, to be like, "Fuck you." It, right? It would have been like it's a big "fuck you." Like, no, you, like I'm but taking, I'm recla- rec- reclaiming this. But I feel like it was not. I feel tra- like think, a, I think a it was definitely a it, I think it was a cis
1: male. I think it was a cis hat. Um, like if they were trans, it, it would have been. Cool. Yeah. Like, like but, fuck you, I'm taking this back. Right. But you can't take that cosplay, that, that cosplay character out of the context of its inherent transphobia. <laughs> like that you cannot, you just, you actually just can't do that. No. She got uh, the official cyberpunk account, retweeted it and whatnot. And then when people kind of told her or were at her on Twitter, being like, this is transphobic, she started getting really defensive. Oh, is it a
0: woman? Yes, it's a woman.
1: -er. She started getting super defensive and getting super shitty and like doubling down on it. Oh, Not good. Okay, then she definitely was probably sis. As more bits of the game start being revealed, um, Matt Cox for Rock, Paper, Shotgun did a preview um, of like the Voodoo Boys, who is a gang in uh, cyberpunk who are of, like, Haitian descent. Mm. Um, But your V, the main character, mocks their accents. Like, to their face. Okay, And that's... They
0: really went down a checklist of what's offensive mm -hmm. and saw it as what we need to do.
1: A to-do checklist. Right. Uh, The Voodoo Boys have been thrown off into their own, like part of the city that isn't recognized by like the police department so the crime rates uh go down yeah like r- is this part of like i'm not sure if original cyberpunk the tabletop
0: game is problematic no
1: i mean i think i mean it was made in the 80s it's definitely a little bit what do you mean that
0: was such a great time for everyone <laughs> no one had an issue though. no one had an issue
1: um but then like is that just
0: part of cypher 57 or is that part of like
1: um i don't remember anything like that i'm like from yeah, the no, from the seems tabletop, seems
0: like a weird detail for the tabletop. To it does include, but like, maybe we're wrong.
1: But, um, they do also speak actual, um, Haitian, and all of that's like they like the attempt to be able to get them like correct is there. Like, but they're trying to play it
0: as like, uh, look, these were in like the worst neighborhoods, like, as a reflection of like
1: how like. We've gentrified.
0: Like, were they trying? Like, no, no, no it'll just no. be,
1: will just be an issues. They also don't believe in um, God, so, but they just use the aesthetics of like the voodoo religion. Oh, instead of it being like an actual thing. Like okay, like it's weird. It it gives me the ick. <laughs> the character creator is where it gets equally as So far you haven't
0: actually talked about like gameplay, gameplay and so far there's so many issues. Game hasn't even released yet. Game's not really out, there's (laughs) already so many issues. At what point do you pull the plug? Right. Um, But like, were they facing negative backlash or would everyone just
1: sort of letting things slide? Not to this extent. Like, I mean, the world's uh, different time during a lot of this development. So their character creator, you can like have any genitals you want, you know, you can have any hairstyle, uh, but the thing that decides your pronouns is the pitch of your voice. So if it's high, you will have they them. You will have um, she her pronouns. If it's low, you why will have just, he him.
0: Why don't we just not make that like a toggleable? The brat stall on the Bratz website lets you choose to be either Bratz don't care. Right. Why well, does I do care?
1: Like that's
0: you... such a weird. Why
1: don't we just make it like a choice? Right. You can have either set of, like, genitalia. If you like a neutral
0: voice, do they play with a B of like, what's happening? No,
1: it's like, it's one or the other, but you can, you can't play, they've they tried to have it so it looks like they are being, like, super inclusive, Yeah. but then you have just made it so people can't play as, uh, like, as a butch trans woman, because yeah. if they want their character to have a deep voice, will be he him pronouns but also like the gays are known for their effeminates, right (laughs) so you you can't be uh can't be a little femme. like it's made to look inclusive and it's the furthest away or not the furthest away but it's not it's not hitting the mark like i'm happy that they didn't saints row did this better yeah like i want to say i'm happy they didn't do it based on genitals
0: but i'm just Overall, you still fucked up, so I can't even say that. Right,
1: like, yeah, you didn't boil it down to like the inherent sexualization. Instead, you uh, put it down to something that you can't change. Just a weird thing, because like, even like cis women, right, have deep voices, and like, it doesn't make cis any sense. Men does can it? also have
0: high pitch voices.
1: So that's kind of it for a little bit. Then let's fast forward to January 2020, shall we? So there was a delay from April to June and then it was delayed from June to September and then it was delayed from October until December because December 10th is when the contract with the government came up. Oh, shit. So they were like they were on the m- crunching everyone the entire time because they needed to release something whatever state it was in. The CEO, Adam Kaczynski, said to investors that there was no mandatory uh, crunch, that, like, they're not doing it. They had a statement um, sort of before all of this was kicking off about how they would never do crunch. Like, they don't believe in it. It's, like, inhumane. But still fucking did it. (laughs) Like, they still... They seemed like such a good company before this. They seemed so morally sound. Mm. What went wrong? (laughs) What went wrong? So 16 hour work week, 16 hour days, six days a week, mandatory for what, like three, four years now? I want like, to see why people not quit, but like, I know why.
0: Right. People um, want if you got one, it's such a hard industry to get into. And uh, also once you're
1: there, it's so easy to like, be exploited. So I'm sure a lot of people are very passionate about working in this very game. Very passionate. So like, yeah, they clearly didn't keep their promise of not crunching. Like truly crunch is the worst thing that, Has ever been brought upon the games industry. So when did it actually get released? What day? Uh, Got December tenth. Oh, they really were like. (laughs) Uh, So the game comes out, and it is a hot mess, like garbage dumpster fire, so broken that like lockers exploding, like clipping through walls, just things. I fully for you, man. That studio. (laughs) I thought their lockers were exploding. um, just the entire game was a mess. Like it couldn't be played on a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. Well, Weren't all of this completely unrelated, but not unrelated. Weren't like the graphic quality between systems horrifically different? Yes, because they showed it off on like the bougie high-end PC, which yeah, of course it's gonna look great on, but they, I don't think they even play tested it. On. They have the time. Well, no, because if you tried to playtest it on PS4, you would You would have known that it didn't work. So after the hype train at like coming to the end, and everyone being bitterly disappointed and angry, on December fourth, CD Projekt Red or Bloomberg reports that CD Projekt Red had an all-time record high stock of 443 PLN. I don't really know what that means but it's worth about $4 billion. Oh, like stock or just... Like uh, stock-wise. So that's okay. what their stock was worth. The uh, CEO, um, the CFO, or the CEO's CFO and the board chair own 34% of the overall stock of CD product Red. So, you know, they're feeling kind of like pretty right about themselves yeah, when they're... So like, wow, we did it, guys. Before it's coming out. We did it, Joe. And then it gets pulled from the PlayStation Store for being unplayable. And they lose $1 billion of personal revenue. Jesus, but I guess everyone's trying to get refunds. Like, they... Because, like, it's unplayable. Unplayable. Within uh, within a week, they went from having the highest stock they've ever had to having half of it. Like, you get for transphobia. That's what you get for it. <laughs> like, how dare they? So... Yeah, it's really not looking good. You can't; they can't sell it on the PlayStation Store. People are like getting refunds left, right, and center. Just hot mess. Express. In December fourteenth, they released a statement like apologising for the for the state of the game and whatnot, but like just saying that they would do their best to try and fix it. You know, standard stuff. Yeah. So, two law firms uh, start. class action lawsuit under the grounds that CD Projekt Red were uh, intentionally being uh, misleading and false advertising uh, with their product. Which not wrong. Because all the adverts are just transphobia. Uh, It's open to all of the public and any investor from January 16th, 2020 to December 17th, 2020. The date when all of the delays started to happen to the day it got taken off the PlayStation Store, which only recently was allowed to go back on to the PlayStation Store. Not only do they have these two big class action lawsuits against them now, um, Polish Office of Competition and Consumer Protection launches an investigation into them for the way that they launched the game. If they did not get the game to a playable state in X amount of time, they would have a sanction of 10% of their total 2020 income. Which, Which was £4.50. <laughs> well, they- we'll that uh, really So the profit from 2020 was 252 million. Jesus. Um, and that's after paying out for like- Actually lo- for a video game, I feel like that's not- uh, I think it's a lot, but I don't think it's like- I mean, <gasps> after paying out for like lawsuits yeah. and everything, like that, okay, was, yeah, that was the end of the year. They managed to get it into a somewhat playable or an acceptably playable state. So it's allowed back on. But the lockers would no longer explode in the Polish government. No, are Like, it's fine. You can get fine. them in there. You can get them in. So, yay. Like, maybe people are going to give the game a second chance. Plot twist. Uh, as of the 19th of May, 2021, four class action lawsuits.
0: Jesus Christ. So, At some point,
1: Pull back. So, uh, pull back. So it's like Shaw Law Firm and um, Rosen Law Firm, ones in LA, ones in New York that start all of this off. They they roll them all into one big class action lawsuit. So instead of it being four Either separate Canadians, ones, I guess. it's one gigantic one. So it's just really not looking good. There's not really any more, there's not a lot more like information on it because class action, action lawsuits take forever. Is it still ongoing? Yeah, it's still ongoing. It was allowed back on the uh, PlayStation Store, late June of 2021, and it shot to number one of the downloads and the buys when it came back. And then it wasn't even in the chart the next month. Jesus Christ, who's surprised? Who's surprised? The red flags are there from day one, to be fair. As of August, 2021, their first free piece of DLC comes out. Oh. And a, came out as it is September, <laughs> uh, and a big patch to try and change some things and update the game. So in the statement that they made within their patch, so they uh, posted it with like a little a little note thing attached. People don't seem to be aware how difficult it is to create patches for a game that has already been launched. It's a process that takes a lot of finicking around with existing systems. The main idea behind making patches is of course to improve a game and not to end up breaking it more. How you need to imagine making fixes in a game, uh, How just how do you imagine making fixes in a game uh, like this works? It's basically open heart surgery. You have this whole system that's sort of been working and you need to get in and try and fix stuff and uh, move around stuff without making sure everything else falls around it or breaks around it. These fixes connect to so many other systems that turning one wheel somewhere uh, will actually cause something somewhere else to fall off. You need to make sure you don't mess with the entire system or you try to improve the state of it overall. And that's why sometimes it can take much, much longer to fix even small things uh, than we anticipate. So basically, not what them, not what you should be saying. I was gonna say they're very pointed. They're very pointed. Like,
0: we know we released a broken game, but you guys don't understand how hard it is to fix our <laughs> right. broken game. Right. Like how dare you expect us to fix our game. I know, like I pay money for this, I like, will be expecting my like, product. Like Han, you've had you've
1: had almost ten years. You've had a long time. Like, you need to scale it down. Like fully, like what you doing, the DLC that they released is like a The free DLC that, oh, my God, we're so sorry. Mm. It contained two new jackets, an alternative appearance for Johnny Silverhand, and a new vehicle, which can be purchased or earned as a reward. Well, I
0: feel like I've been... (laughs) I've received more than I deserve. (laughs) Like,
1: literally giving people scraps and expecting them to be like... Your jacket's cute. Thank you. Thank you. I hope the jacket's cute. No, I I saw a photo of them. It wasn't worth it. A beige, <laughs> a beige, brown leather jacket. This brings us to current time. So, I think it's the board chair did a um, release a statement the other day. Uh, so, I am going to read it out for you. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, the target is to release the next-gen version of Cyberpunk 2077 late this year. Um, at the same time, keeping in mind the lessons we have learned during the past year and taking into account that this project still remains in development, we can't say it with full certainty that the production schedule will not change. Um, <laughs> he also mentions The Witcher 3's own next-gen console port, which is also due to come out later this year, and that they can't make any guarantees about that one either. I do love that he went, we know this one's hot garbage, but remember the game we, you, you enjoyed? <laughs> Think about that for for a second. With The Witcher 3, the situation is slightly different in a way that this is being tackled by the external team mainly, which is Saber Interactive, the company that we have worked with before on Switch and also with updates in the past. As with Cyberpunk 2077, our goal is to release that game still in late 2021. However, similarly, the development process is ongoing and we cannot be absolutely dead certain that the release schedule will not change. But for the time being... We definitely are aiming with both titles for late 2021. I don't want to be more specific about it at this moment in time. For God's (laughs) sake, they did not learn. No, it's like fully when your mum asks you why you haven't done your homework. (laughs) You can uh get done at some point in late 2021. (laughs) Like, like I'm doing it, just I don't know when I'll be done. Like, I'm sorry.
0: It's like if your mum was like, where's your homework that was due? on the 10th of December, <laughs> 2020, and you're like, it's gonna get done 2023. In 2023. She'll be <laughs> punching you, <laughs> like you're a dumb kid. Um, So that was-
1: That's a lot more controversy than I expected th- from Cyberpunk. That was the saga of Cyberpunk 2077. We both really went for topics that, for some reason, had that heavy hands in sexism. Sexism, transphobia, and I and I'm really annoyed about this whole cyberpunk thing because I was you were hyped. I was so ready to play the game, and then it started to get real transphobic, <laughs> and I don't. That's and I mean, CD Projekt Red all here for pirating games. So do you know what? I'm going to pirate yours. Yeah, who fucking cares? They're fucking transphobes. I think that's our first episode though. Yeah, I think we've done it. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God.
0: So we will probably be recording some new ones, maybe like four or five episodes more on gaming. Wow. Any, any final closing thoughts? like to say, I feel like we covered a broad range. I think we did. I, I didn't we realize how controversial. Either of these were. No, I, I knew Night Trap was controversial and I looked into it. I didn't realize that someone's putting their toy guns to honestly look up that no, image it's so no, funny no I need
1: to like it sounds so stupid it's like
0: a blue toy gun and ah, he looks so the, serious not the toy gun I know it's like he looks like someone's about like he thinks it's a real gun <laughs> that's what I think is going through his head and he, yeah he, what would you where can people find you if they would like to find
1: um, you um so you can find me on twitter.com at
0: uh, Ariella Grande. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at Ruth Paul Charles, uh, you can find me on Twitter at luxfernal. Uh, so capital L U X I F E R N A L.
0: You can find me on Twitter at accidental Jesus, all one word. I don't know why I chose it, but it's fun. <laughs> accidental, like the word accidental, and then Jesus, as in the Lord and Savior, all in one <laughs> word. Um, the Lord all, and Savior. We'll probably be making a "We're Sorry in Advance" podcast, Twitter, and also if we made any mistakes in this episode, remember we are sorry in advance. Oh, Please don't come sorry for us in advance. But yeah, thank yeah. you guys for listening. Hopefully, first of many. First of many. and If you're you viewing this on 2024 and this is the only episode, we are both dead. Um, Please contact our families.
1: And sorry in advance. Sorry in advance. Bye bye. Bye.